to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we prove that we are go-getters right from the very start. That's right, I don't daydream, I don't procrastinate, well, unless it's filmmaking, but anyways, no, we are already in the ends, people, and joining me this week, I have Stefan and Heidi, thank you for joining me. Hey, y'all have... We are beyond halfway... <laughs> That's awesome. It should go a lot faster because I don't think there's a lot of Z's or Q's or of the weird letters that you find in the rear end of the alphabet. There are a lot of T's, though. We got we got a lot of T's coming. I'm yeah. sure. Lots of T. Always lots of T. But we also have some guests joining us tonight from Bare Naked Ladies Are Us is JD and Nick. Thank you for hello for Yay! remembering us this time. Yeah. Means a lot. I listen to y'all a lot too. I do. I got it right for once. I cannot believe it. <laughs> I got these panicked Twitter DMs and emails from Tracy last night, like, oh shit, I didn't invite you guys. <laughs> I'm like, no, we did. We talked about this two weeks ago. We're good. <laughs> I've been a little stressed at work. Right. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. And I've been having to deal with Stefan. You know, that just, that will do it. <laughs> that in and of itself. Yeah. Yes. That's enough for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a toddler. <laughs> On crack. I, the only difference is I just dressed my 11 month olds before they went to bed. They were fully clothed. <laughs> oh. Stefan likes to do things bare naked. I can show you more if you want. He's a method actor. I can show you more. No, no, no more. No more. I'll leave it to my imagination and not like in a fun way. Just <laughs> there's that. I'll, I'll be a floating head. There you much, fan. much. There oh, you that's go. better. That's... Great fan. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that picture. The floating heads. They were big. Was that David Byrne? No, that was his twin brother who was uh, in floating heads. Well, he never sang, it was always talking. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Same as it ever was, or. <laughs> well, you know, I keep Already. forgetting the lyrics as the days go by. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh come on, that was not bad. <laughs> no, it was good. They're yeah, all good. We're on a road to nowhere well, now, folks. Either. So we might want to. Don't tell me that I can't put be puns that I never do anything for this show. Oh, there it is. Because that's the song that we're talking about this week. If you haven't heard this song before, here is a quick snippet. Life passed me by, but it's not my fault. I'll lick my wounds, could you pass the songs? I could be that, as soon as you see that, I will never do anything. I can be that, but soon you see that I will never do anything Tracy, there wouldn't be a show if it wasn't for you <laughs> Actually, that's kind of true That's true <laughs> That's very true I know, 
True dad. Truths. <laughs> so since like we don't Bible have Aaron thing. here, I can I can announce that this song is by Paige Robertson. It is off from one of my favorite albums, Maroon. Mm-hmm. Wait, Jeff isn't here either. I have the yeah, breakdown. Shout out to Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff has taken a week yeah, off to I... work on some more of his music. He's got like an album uh, coming out soon or something. An album. Imagine like a music that. album. <laughs> Not like a photo album. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's releasing some photos soon. Th those are the pictures you don't want to see. <laughs> That's the fans only page. Now, now, Trace, I do have the breakdown if you want the breakdown. If you don't want the breakdown, my amazing here. I was just going to ask us, ask you, Heidi, can you give us a breakdown? Break it down. Giving you the breakdown. Break, break. Breaker one night. Oh, wait, that's very convoy. Sorry, I'm showing my age right now. Convoy. Anybody? Anybody? Classic 1970s movie. No. How about network. Okay, I'm freaking old. Okay, thanks. Thanks for that. Network wasn't bad, but convoy. I mean, okay. is it bad that I never saw the film, but I knew the song pretty well? I I knew the song first. <laughs> what what is it? Teddy bear. Yeah. This is <laughs> Oh Sorry, um, that 70s uh, trucker culture was big in my house. Anywho, 98 beats per minute, about there. Didn't make a break. Um, break a break up. Um, in the key of G, very interesting uh, structure and form to this. Uh, you have your verse one. It's, it is in the key of G, but it utilizes a lot of interesting um, other uh, pitches. So, in for example, you've got a G chord with an F sharp in there so it's there's um e minor seven chord c add nines which i, I know love is a good c add nine too though and yeah it's one of my favorite too because i love yeah. that c add nine um, we should get shirts it's, it's yeah you e minor seven chords which are great yeah we should i love, love c add nine <laughs> it starts you have a verse one then you have a chorus then you have verse two then you have another chorus but then you have a, two different bridges a bridge to no, yeah, bridge one <laughs> Which is, is is very different from the verses. And then you've got the chorus again, and they repeat the chorus twice. Then you've got this instrumental interlude. And then you have a bridge two, and then you've got a chorus again. So it's a very interesting structure. It's not a traditional structure. And in the, the like the first bridge takes you out of the piece and then you come back into the piece and then the second bridge takes you back out again after that instrumental interlude. So very different song structure for this one, but it's one of my Heidi happy songs. So I love this unique structure. <laughs> I like it when they do anything a little bit different with their songs. Like they need to, to spruce it up and do different things and make it a little more interesting. And they do that with this one. Mm -hmm. They really do. Um, and even like when he goes, he starts off in the key of, of G and the verses are in the key of G. And then in the bridge, he, he moves to the key of C. So he goes up to the four. And so it's really interesting shift there that he takes the don't write me off as a angry or as also ran um, that, that whole section. Um, he shifts into that four chord progression. So nice. Very <laughs> nice. Very nice. Breakdown is what I got. Remember that the breakdown is what <laughs> like I another, got. Another another breakdown anyway. song now. I know, right? <laughs> you know, your breakdown is completely sublime. 
Oh, I see what you did there. Well done. It also has, in my opinion, some of the best lyrics of any. It's just, mm-hmm. it's typical BNL lyrics. It's the beer, bare naked ladies I fell in love with in the early 90s. And and this is one of my favorite albums. So Mar- like Maroon just became, I think, my favorite album. I've never heard the album. <laughs> I'm the outsider. I'm the outsider on all of these. Oops, sorry, guys. That's good. Uh, we need that. Shows. We need the outside right. view. You know? Yeah, you do. We do. We no. do. Not everybody can be as obsessed as I am or Tracy. <laughs> or Nick or, or JD. Or Nick or JD. Right. Um, I do want to bring out the obvious on this song, which is Kevin is all over this song. Yes. <clears throat> We've got, like, everyone's playing their basic normals. Like Ed on the electric, you get Tyler on drums, you get Jim on on electric, and Steve's just doing vocals, and then Kevin's doing <laughs> organs, piano, clavinet, accordion. <laughs> but you also have the you have the disc Ooh, okay. jockey yeah. thing. Yeah, you know the, that thing. I can't do it. Um, but you know what I'm saying. I put it in right there. <laughs> that thing. You've got a lot of that. So, which is so fun. It's it's uh, when I hear like when I look at the liner notes and I see this, all I can imagine is Jim as one of those one man bands in the recording studio. Because Jim or Kevin, Kevin, sorry, right. yeah. I, I also I don't I, mean, I imagine Jim them just stands there and plucks his little bass thing, right? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, he's little. He's learning. <laughs> he can learn. For me, I, I'm getting it. Oh, I was going to ask, what does Kevin do again? <laughs> All of the things. Everything. Yeah. I imagine I him not as a... I he was in the band. I have this conversation with my wife. I'll be like, and then, like, it, this was not yesterday, but I'll be like, oh, was t- yesterday was Tyler's birthday. And she's like, there's a Tyler in Bare Naked Ladies? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, you've been on the pod before. And she's like, what's he play? I'm like, what do you think? We went over this. <laughs> yeah. More than once on live air. <laughs> and if you had to guess, what would you think a Tyler <laughs> plays? And then I'm like, I'm like who else is in the right band? There. She goes, Steve. I'm like, nope, that's the one that's not. That's like the one that's not. Like, there's an ad. I'm like, there's an ad. Yeah. Give, give it another try. Andy. No. <laughs> we go, we go through the list. We eventually get there. <laughs> I'm very similar. <laughs> I, I'm just happy that Steve is in this. So, <laughs> you know, I for me, BNL is BNL with Steve. It's like you can have replacements all you want. It's just not the same. You know, I like his sound. I like his his singing. It it just he adds that depth and the richness to BNL that was lost. I think. Well, I I love it when he's coming back in. I want to say it's from the into the first bridge. And we're coming in from the party, and yeah. to give to give that transition, Steve's like, ah, like the, he's just gonna build into it, like, yeah, we're gonna rock now. <laughs> I love the live versions too when he takes it a little bit more wild than that. Like he takes the melody somewhere else completely, and the structure even it's yeah. so cool. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and and this piece, seeing them live so many times, and this was especially back in the tours of of maroon mm-hmm. um which i saw them i don't know probably four or five times during that tour 
Um, I'm not saying I'm obsessed no, no, or no. a stalker or anything. <laughs> sure. uh, oh, we know it. you are. Steve, come on. I mean, Ed, Steve, Tyler, Kevin, Jim, anybody, come on the show because I mean, I'll be friendly. Um, <laughs> I promise. How friendly? I promise. Um, we will restrain her if we have to, guys. I won't burn anybody's show. money. I'll be fine. Um, nobody got the burn bunny reference. Okay. Great. No, I, I got. <laughs> Aging myself again. Um, but the energy in this song, again, is, is one of those things that makes a BNL show great. And the, the changes in Steven's ability to manipulate um, melody in a live performance to bring it that mm-hmm. extra edge is always one of my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. And like, again, this is just, this is a song that is just one of those stream of consciousness songs, which we'll get into when we get into the lyrics. But it's just... It's so dang fun. Yeah. It's just a fun yeah, feels song. Like it'd be awesome to see <laughs> it's just a dang. <laughs> I said dang. Dang, dang fun song. My filter is still partially on. <laughs> Carps on a cracker, filter. right? You'll learn that. I don't Carp on a cracker. Carps on a cracker. That's right. Carps on a cracker. <laughs> Carps. Carps are illegal in Maine. That's where I'm from, everybody. I'm from Maine. We didn't get that the first 157 times. I'm looking so. up right now to see what the statistics are on this song, how often they played this song. That's a good idea. Why don't you do that? It's going to take me a second. Usually I have this part done beforehand, but it's, it's been one of those weeks. Hey, you know, it looks like this is not one that they play anymore. That's what I was wondering. 2010. Yeah. I has Ed done it. Oh, yeah. so Ed tried it <laughs> once or twice <laughs> or someone did. And that kind of yeah. ended it. <laughs> I know that Steve still does it every once in a while on Live From Home, huh. but I would be... Sh- it just feels like one of those songs that's like Steve's. Steve. You know, like... Like most of Steve's songs? It's very much like his persona <laughs> going through. Like, I would it. have a hard... <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you, right? like, you know, they still, right. they'll do Blame It On Me and Enid yeah. and stuff like that. Like, they'll do those. without Steve. But... I mean, we we severely disagree on that, but I don't want to get into that on this song. I mean, like Steve doing Light of My Room wouldn't make sense. Ed doing this song doesn't make like it's really hard. Yes. Yeah, that's a great comparison, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Steve doing what? Is, oh, there was one song that I, I think he did pinch me recently on live from home. And I was I wasn't on, I didn't watch that one, but I was very intrigued seeing that on the mm. set list. Well, um, that would be like watching him do for you. I just. I couldn't see him covering that. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, it's weird where you draw that line of like, I mean, some of some of them are like such smash hits. You got to do them like they have to do it without him. But then it's weird mm-hmm. the, that line of like, no, 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 that's that's a Steve song. It'd be weird for you to play that. And no, 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 that that's an Ed right. song. It'd be weird for Steve to try that. But others, it's well, it's like alcohol, but they don't have Ed do it. They have Tyler do alcohol right. because they're like, we have to do it sometimes. Right. But. Ed cannot do that. Like that just doesn't sound. No, right. mm-hmm. but Tyler makes sense actually. So I mean, Tyler yeah. works with that one. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, yeah. Kevin yeah. would not work on that song, and I adore Kevin. I don't think he would work singing alcohol. It, I yeah, I still remember after the breakup or after Steve left, they released their first show as a four piece. Like I think it was in Florida, they released it as like an MP3, and um, the Kev tried to sing Steve's parts in "If I Had a Million Dollars." And like forgot the lyrics in every single verse. And it was so funny because it just felt like one of those things where like you get so tuned into playing your part on a song. And he'd probably played that song hundreds of times and then had to switch the role and was like 
what does he say? <laughs> like, like, I don't know what the words are here. I'm too focused uh, on the keys at this point. What? Right, right exactly. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Well, and, and Kev isn't an improv guy. Like when they do, right. When they do interviews, it's not Kevin. They usually bring along. It's Ed and Tyler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Which is why I wonder why it's not Tyler that does the improv with Ed when they do. If I had a million dollars live, like that would make yeah. much more sense. Yeah, that'd be fun. Tyler's really good at that kind of stuff. But we're we're on the on the wrong song. <laughs> we, we should be talking about never do anything. I, I the only thing that I have to add about this song musically is. The party in Studio 3. I worked really hard on trying to find more information about the party party in Studio 3. And the information I got... I got some good information, but it's minimal. Um, I was hoping to find out some like good background stuff um, about why they decided to do this or where they did it. But I couldn't find any of that. All I could find was the people that were in it and, and who they are to the band. Um so this, is this the background noise that is in the bridge? This is the background noise leading okay. into the first bridge and throughout Got the it. first bridge is yeah. they, they I'm guessing they threw a party to get background mm-hmm. noise. Um, mm-hmm. But I find it interesting who they, so they brought in the, the assistant engineer who was in the next room. They brought in the engineer and mixer who was in the next room. So Scott, Jim, uh, Jim Scott and Jen Hillard. But then we have this, person i couldn't find anything on which is jane oppenheimer no idea who she is didn't she do the atomic bomb i think it's a different oppenheimer okay it might, <laughs> it might, it might be related. Oppenheimer. that's what i'm thinking of <laughs> let's bring in that woman you know the one that like that built yeah. the bomb let's let's bring her in here she'd be great on this album <laughs> <laughs> But the other person they have in there is Sweet Pea Atkinson. I'm like, okay, that is too specific a name to not be someone. And I was right. He was the R&B singer that was known as the lead singer of Was Not Was, which makes sense because this album was compiled by and produced by Don Was. Ah, that makes sense. It all okay. comes together. Although part of me just wonders, like, was he just there, just happenstance, or was Don was like they they were like, we need to have a party in here. We need a lot of really great background noise. He's like, let me call my friend. <laughs> I know just the guy. <laughs> I know the guy to make noise in the background. <laughs> Flew him across the country. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I just I never been much. I wish I had more story with that. Like, I wish there was more to tell. <laughs> How can they have this really cool liner note about this and not like say it on some interview? I wonder. Yeah, I, I, I just think- watched again the interview with Don was. Um, uh, it was the 20th anniversary release. Um, did you see that interview? Um, I watched it today, and I don't remember if they mentioned anything related to that story or not. But it was Don was Kevin. Well, Kevin, Jim, Tyler, and Ed. Um, And then somebody else was moderating Gary something. 
Sweet Pea Atkinson. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. But um, Don was was sitting in a, a like a drum studio, and apparently some musicians were trying to get in, so he had to get off the call early. But he's a very interesting dude. Kind of looks like a really skinny Flash. Like he's he's got this long black curly hair. He's um, but it was Don was we know you listen absolutely don't call us like we we have no interest in talking to you at all no Don no of course no, not. none at all no no <laughs> stay far away right maybe he's a part of today's sponsor <laughs> Don was his studio I'll send you a link to that interview though I'll see if that would be great I will put that in the liner sure. notes. Well, if no one else has anything else to add musically about this song, we should probably get over to lyrics because it's an interesting song to discuss lyrically. Oh, does anybody like mm-hmm. the uh, weird ear, 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 in the beginning of the song? It's like a high pitched kind of that, that's like kind of playing over yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, I think if it's what I'm thinking of, yeah, I love that part. That do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. I like that yeah, a lot. Like a kind of thing. Yeah, I think it really puts a unique a spin on things. the song because I've I haven't heard any yeah. other songs do that before. It's kind of weird. Mm. When I like that on the album, it comes right after "Too Little, Too Late," which ends with a bang, and then it goes in again to this da do, and then everyone's already right back into it. Like it just keeps the energy going right into the next song, huh. which is which just keeps it just keeps yeah. it going. I yeah. love how it starts with a drum. Like that feeling. Like that does not feel. Very typical for them. <laughs> no, and or lately at all to have drum fills <laughs> or drums at all. I've, I've I have grown sour on that, but <laughs> drums at all. <laughs> Oops! I just opened like five of those windows that you. I clicked on it five times by mistake. Billy Heidi. Bean, <laughs> Billy Bean. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. And now it's loading. It's going to start I don't know blowing computers. my speakers out. Oh my gosh, he is like, is there any man underneath that beard? I know, right? It's, <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Oh, I wow. I know, right? It's really impressive. Oh, I do remember seeing this. I watched this for a few minutes uh, when it was live I last year. I watched the year. whole thing, and then I pulled up the there... transcript because I was looking for specifics that I thought I might have missed. So I pulled up the transcript, which is really weird to pull up a YouTube transcript because it's not accurate at all. <laughs> it's like reading genius lyrics or something. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting. But they talk about Brian Wilson coming in, um, and Don was bringing Brian Wilson to the recording studio or something and him brian wilson asking if the version that brian wilson did of brian wilson was cool it was like yes (laughs) but then they went and they played a song for brian wilson which was tonight i fell asleep at the wheel and i don't know what they were thinking like that is the most odd choice to pick (laughs) To play for Brian Wilson, I guess it's kind of psychedelic. So I could see, like, maybe they're like, you know what? What we're really interested in is this really odd song that we've got. It should have been played for James Dean. Oh. Oh. That's not a too smooth, though. I mean, that was, like, a long time ago. But Maybe maybe it wasn't so great to play after Dennis. Oh. That might have been... Maybe he was like, yeah, I'm I'm... Out now. That's thank you. <laughs> huh. 
So we were talking about lyrics. Would anyone like to start talking about what this song is about or what they think this it's song's about? about my ex-husband. No. <laughs> and you did it again. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm going to see how many times I can get uh, Tracy to do a spin like that. tonight. That's my goal. Can, you can only touch a you know, hot That's, our, that's everyone's one. secret goal. That that was a good one. <laughs> that was perfectly well timed. It's true though. It, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, that whole. I have a lot of students that have suffered from this this uh, psychosis over the year. Over the years, <laughs> that you know, um, like, yeah, I could do that, but eh, never gonna get there. So, um, it's kind of like what everyone accuses the millenniums of of doing. Yeah, you know, I like. I, even from the beginning, wiped out down the stairs. I'll bet you there's a song in there. I'm not sure I'm prepared to write it down. So, and then, but you see somebody that's done it. Oh, that guy's playing that song that I should have written down. Yeah. And I could, I'd look much better on TV than that guy does. And then everybody would see that I can do anything, but so you see that I really don't get around to doing anything anyway. So I love that he uses his himself as a as a laughing post on that though. Like yes. I'm gonna start off making fun of myself about this song that I wrote that went nowhere and was pulled off the album <laughs> right. by my friends. For those of you that don't know, Stephen had written a song called Back after he wrote fell down the stairs and hurt his back, um, but it never went anywhere. So just oh, like he could oh, have for that. I didn't know that was the backstory to back. Mm. Surprise! Oh, wiped out down the <laughs> stairs. Yeah, I, bet you, I wow. bet you there's a song in there. I'm not sure I'm prepared to write it down. <laughs> but the funny thing is, he had already written it down. Just no one right. had heard yeah. it because it didn't get on anything. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I, and we we have always we've talked about this a lot. That one of my favorite things about Steve is his self-effacing lyrics. And even if it's like, you know, taking that and turning it up a little bit or turning it up a bunch, mm -hmm. there's still a nugget there. Like, I, what was what were we just talking about, Nick? Um, the work at hand. Yeah. Uh, I think we were just talking about that from from one of the solo albums. The line was where they're arguing. He's like, you were repeating verbatim the, the final ultimatum and all that I could think was how to make it rhyme. Like, <laughs> you're in the middle of an argument and he's like, that's a really good line. I should write that. Down. Like, you know, like, hold, just, hold that I talk. love that you've got. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> Say that again, please. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've just always loved, I think that's part of what makes them so relatable is that it's not, they're never punching down or like punching, you know, looking down on people. They're always looking down on mm -hmm. themselves and in a sometimes really dark, depressing way, but sometimes just funny way, you know? And uh, so I love that they started off with that too. One of my favorite moments when I was listening to when Steve started his live from home concerts was when his wife, Christine, mm -hmm joined into the discord discussion that was uh -huh. going on and because she partially runs the discord she also was in in the chat and people started asking her like what's it like for him to write songs about you like isn't that a little disconcerting like when he starts singing these songs and you know who they're about <laughs> <laughs> and luckily she took it very well it was like joking around and like giving it back just as well as she got but oh good 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 i felt i i read that and i'm like oh my gosh that is way too close to home that's true i've had that same feeling though again never ever comparing myself to the genius of steve i i do I, i'm writing a song and i'm like 
okay, this is whether you know whether it's a love song or whether it's just like a like and maybe not an angry song like a punk one, but like you know a sarcastic one. I'm like, what are the chances that the person who this is about hears it and knows it's about them? Like, <laughs> what am I walking a line here? Or am I going to be okay? And so far, so good. But well, especially if you're <laughs> still in the relationship with that person, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, true, true. And they're positive songs. Well, <laughs> if you're still in the relationship. And it's a bad song. They're going. Do you have to, do you have to talk about something? Like, but the thing is, these songs are never positive. That's, <laughs> well, that's true. Yes, that's, that's the tough point. tough point of using songs as a form of therapy. You know, it's it's, it's broadcast yeah. to everybody, including right. the people who, right. you know, you're therapying against or yeah. about. What was it, Nick? We were so Nick's therapy? a big listener of comedy, comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. And um, recently they had Phoebe Bridgers on, who is a musician that we both like. And this is a long way of saying she had guested on Taylor Swift's album, how she's like redoing all of her songs because of this uh, like music rights thing. And she's like, oh, I wrote a song with Taylor on a red. And Scott, the host goes, oh, that's the John Mayer album, right? The one where all the songs are about John Mayer. Because, you know, all of her songs are breakups. And she's like, he's like, what's it like to know that that's the guy that you're singing about? And she's just like <laughs> laughing, trying not to do it. But like with public musicians like that, like um, the other guy, Bleachers, Jack, the, Antonoff. The, uh, Jack Antonoff, he had like a pretty public breakup. And there's like breakup songs on the new album. And it'd be like so weird to just put that on and go, OK, I know this is about me. <laughs> and like, that's not fair. Like, that's not what happens. Right, Exactly. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, and then for him to go out and sing about it every night for a tour. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's What's the BNL song off? Reminds me of that line in, in the car. That's in the car. Yeah. Turns to him and says, "I think that's me." Which in the you car. guys all got wrong in so many ways, but that's for another day. <laughs> I've already said this to Tracy. I'm like, hmm. It sounds so like I have a lot of opinions about in the car, and y'all. <laughs> Maybe should have her own like retrospective side series, which is going really back should. over every things the other that, episodes. Well, things that the other bare naked that, that does <laughs> that, I, I, that gives me a chance to say we do have a Patreon. People, I I have not posted any Patreons of the After Darks in months because no one has signed up for Patreon. But if I get some people signing up for Patreon, like. I'll go back and cover Heidi and Stefan and and Jeff's thoughts on those early songs. Absolutely. I have no problem with doing that. I mean, I could just sit there and listen to them talk. Like that's totally easy for me. I listen to myself talk all the day, all the time. Patreon people. I can't tell if that's a threat no, or a promise. Let's play tic tac toe. What do you think <laughs> about that? I love that line. Like. Can I say, I didn't even think about the fact that X starts first every I time. noticed that as well. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I I was like, wait a minute. So, and then again, thoughts of turning pro. It's like everybody that, it's like having a dream, but never, ever doing anything to do it. Like I tell my yeah. students all the time, you can dream all you want, but if you don't put any effort in, you're not like, yeah, have dreams. Everybody says, oh, have your dreams. I want to be a pro tic-tac-toe, but... <laughs> I could be a pro at this, but well, and right. that goes to the so. next set of lines that are in that same verse because, like today, you can be a YouTuber, you can make big money on the internet. But when this came out, like you didn't make money on the internet, like that was an absurd idea. Oh, yeah. And so, but what, like what, that whole but verse, you could, you could. The only way to make money on the internet in the early nineties, if you were a Nigerian or prince, was pornography. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. You just say that? So that's what I was wondering because it's always it involves the internet. I like and I'm that. like, 
<laughs> so the internet, because if you've never seen Avenue Q, the internet is for porn. The internet is for no, porn. Don't sing anymore. We're gonna get sued. <laughs> oh, I only sang two lines. I mean, but it, it's so that's what I keep thinking that it involves the internet. Anybody else think that? Because maybe I'm just, my no, I, I, I I've thought that the only thing then is I've had to separate that line from the mint and lint line where, and I think that's just me getting in my own head because the first four lyrics are related. And so you assume the next four are related, but that could just be four, two, two. So like, cause I used to go like the mint, the mint lint and the internet were related, but thinking about it that way, they might just be two different ideas. And that only speaks to the point of this person being like, Oh, I could do this. Oh, I could do that. I could do this. Like, I, I just don't feel like it. But if you look at the rhyme the structure, it's a, 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 a B, yeah. C, mm-hmm. C, C, D, but the, the B and D lines don't rhyme with each other. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you would expect yeah, you're right, mind and an internet to be going together, but they don't. And they're far enough apart that you don't pick up on that. But Right. That might be, and I'm looking back, it seems like the rest are the same way. Yeah, um, lip and, and salt and down or yeah, down and see uh anything. Yeah. So yeah, that's the that is the structure the whole time. Like A A A B C C C D, I guess, whatever they want it to be. There's not a G in there. Which is a really yeah. weird thing for him to do. I like it when they do something really odd and bizarre like that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It is fun. Man, it's fun. <laughs> I just, I know, right? I just love this. I just love this song so much. I feel like it's in terms of Maroon or in terms of a lot of their hits, it, it feels like one that could have been. I, maybe this is, you know subjective opinion uh, like as big a, as too little too late or it's all been done like i think it has that catchy of a melody mm. um i think maybe the structure holds it back but i think that's what makes it better like i think it the fact that it goes into that, like the the party section with that that second that first bridge you're kind of like mm. okay what's happening here because you don't expect that so yeah i just get really excited whenever i listen to the song <laughs> okay so maybe someone can make sense of why they decide to do the party piece there because i i could understand doing it with alcohol like that's a thematic thing at that point but i don't understand that I, I like it I, but i don't understand the thematic reasoning for it i always thought it was because it was the if i were the king and i always imagined like visually like the doors opening wide in this giant hall and he's got like the I've like super regal right giant ass crown cape scepter and he's like just the like King uh, yeah yeah exactly that might be exactly sponsorship <laughs> sponsored by Don was and Burger King <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but like i imagine him like walking through all confident and arrogant and stuff and so that's how i've always pictured the, the uh, that the party sound is like him walking into the great hall and everyone like partying and stuff like that all the subjects I, and that's so, like well, that yeah, scene he's, from he's his ass. So, well, that's the scene yeah. from one week. Like that's the piece of that video. Oh my gosh, you're right. So at that makes yeah. to- that would go better with this song <laughs> than with one week. That's an interesting point there. Yeah. I, I, I bet Steve was like, you know what? I can write a song about this scene. <laughs> I can make a whole song about this. And, and, and here I, we are. I do love that second, that the the first bridge rather. You know, don't write me off as an also ran like mm. all, like a second place candidate, or they also ran. But but mark me down as an angry man, and then because well, I got a big chip on my shoulder, so now you want to fight. 
And it's not like Ed's like, take it outside, which I love that <laughs> song, but it's like, you know, instead I'm going to, you know, it's like, a, it's like a I'm dude. mad because yeah. I didn't achieve like you achieved, but if I just get off my butt, then maybe I would achieve. Well, something. that's the thing is that line, like don't write me off as an also rain. It's like, I didn't even bother to try. Don't write me off as an also ran. Like he's saying like, well, if I ran, then I would, I would have been the person that everyone chose, but I just didn't run. Like don't write me off as the also ran. Cause I didn't even bother to try. Cause I would have, but I didn't. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like the, the, the chiclet line I want to get to, cause oh. that's the one that's always confused me a bit, <laughs> but the, um, I got a big chip. You want a fat lip? Like, I love that idea of, I feel like I don't know. I I know people like that just who are like all talk and yeah, but they mm-hmm. but they won't actually do it. Like they they'll, they'll you know they'll step up to you. Not that you know I find myself in bar fights often. <laughs> I think anymore. it's happened about zero times. Not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's been, but then that mouthful of chiclets yeah. is brilliant. <laughs> You want me to bust We're, your teeth out like a bunch of chiclets? Ooh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a that's very eighties. Got, got, got it. There we go. Eighties hockey yeah. reference. Like I know really. what chiclets are, but I was like, why is he <laughs> him come? Like, like, is he that's backing true. away from the no, fight? He him down on the ground and then he just offers him chiclets. Here. Is like Have some gum. my experience with chiclets growing up is they'd always be in the little gumball machines at yeah. like restaurants oh. and gas stations. So I'm imagining him like putting a quarter in, <laughs> taking it out, and just chucking them at the guy's yeah, face. Yeah, Heidi, Heidi uh, that ma- it makes a lot more sense oh, to me no, now. No, don't throw, like, man. Yeah, that I'm makes too literal. I'm with Stefan. That makes like, why way would more sense. Want to offer him chiclets after like wanting to fight him? I don't get it. Okay, it's a peace <laughs> offering. I always have a pocket full of chiclets <laughs> with me in case I need Just to make a peace to offering to somebody. You, you want to yeah. try that? <laughs> That's my favorite. Too, this is, again, I teach college students, so this is all the time. And I'm a music ed person, so oh, life sweet. passed me by, but it's not my fault. Like, yeah. I didn't pass that class, but it's not my right. fault. <laughs> right. I didn't. I didn't show up ever to class, but it wasn't my fault. Right. I didn't do my homework, but it wasn't my fault. Like, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, everything just happened, but there's always an excuse for everything and there's never any ownership of, of the problem or, yeah. you know, if you fault. could sum this song up into one line, that's it for me. Sorry, millennials. But at the same time, he also knows that's not true because the next line following is <laughs> following it up is I'll lick my wounds. Could you pass the salt? Like I'm doing this to myself. I know I'm doing this to myself. Right. However, I'm going to continue doing it. Come on. Make it worse for me. Come on. Say something more. I'll also have that same student that says, oh, I know. I messed up. I didn't do my homework. Mm-hmm. And I'll get it done. I promise. I'll have it done by Sunday. And three months later, I'm still going, where's your homework? He's like, yeah, I know. Well, I still didn't do it. So I'm going to admit I made a mistake, but I'm not going to do anything right. to fix it. Speak to him after they graduate. Yeah, I'm still looking for a job, too. I'm still living with my parents. <laughs> There's some one of the I've got one of the live versions from the um, everything to everyone tour, and I'm trying to figure out if I, if I can find the city. But I, I the thing I've always loved is that when he gets to that line, he says, I'll look my wounds sugar past the salt. And it's just like a one small little change. But I've always liked the sugar salt thing because, you know, kind of opposites. <laughs> just makes me laugh every time. Very Steve thing to yeah, do. Of course. It is a very And I think we're all in agreement that this is a Steve song. It, it's accredited to both of them, but this is a Steve mm. song. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I just feel like he's playing a bit of a character in it. And I think yeah. like when you when you have something going on like that, it's hard to translate a, that over to Ed. 
playing it later or someone something like that like it's steve's persona that makes the song what it is oh definitely yeah should we get to the like second bridge <laughs> i love the second bridge i love that that courtroom feel and courtroom mm-hmm. as in like the king's court oh it's um, good to be right. king <laughs> good to be the king <laughs> Uh, All my subjects would dance and sing. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) And I like it. He breaks away from singing at this point to he's speaking the lines, which gives it that different feel. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then he comes back to they could kiss my ring. And then he's like, with ass, I'm back to the singing. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. That's a good point. That's the one that he rings out. Of course. Yeah, he he stretches that to many, 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 many songs. Oh, yeah. It's weird because it's like, it feels like the yeah, first song. Yeah, yes, that's a lot of A's. That but, I can think of. It's the first song that I can think of. Which that, is for Asshole, which is what I am. How rude of me. I'm sorry. That's the other one. I, I, you don't. I don't think Nick and JD know what to do with me right now. No, just no like, I do. I just keep trying to figure out if I should abandon my story yeah. or not. Oh, like, no, because I'll just out. wait. No, not not abandon story. <laughs> No, I love it. Trust me. This is this is how Nick and I run mm-hmm. our podcast. And then I just kind of go to the edit and go, yes, no, nope, no, nope. yes. And then something cohesive He's comes like, out. Did I say it, something so. stupid? Get it out of there. Did Nick say something stupid? We're keeping yeah. that sucker in there. <laughs> Every time that's what I tell him. I'm like, learn to edit, man. Learn to edit. Like it's all you gotta do. He'll <laughs> be like, no, that was my fault. I'm like, he goes, You just cut that. I'm like, no. Well, I'm not cutting that. Or, <laughs> he's got to the point now where, like, whenever he sneezes, he'll unmute, he'll mute himself, and then I'll still say "bless you" like audibly, and he's like, "Damn it!" Like, I do. I'm like, I go so far out of my way. <laughs> I'll say something stupid, and I'll be like, "Great, I can edit that later." And then someone will say something nice and funny and retort, like Stefan, and then I'm like, Shit, "Oh yeah, now I gotta keep that in." That's one of the hardest parts. Is like, you start to cut something, and then you're like, "Okay, that doesn't make sense now." Right. And then we had so <laughs> we had. Uh, when we um the the day that I told you that I you could announce talk about me opening for Steve was like the next day was when the tour got postponed and so and I don't know if you ended up talking about it I so didn't surprised. I didn't okay cool he, JD so, was actually supposed to open for Steve next month when he was playing in Michigan this, no this Sunday it was supposed to be this Sunday, Sunday? Oh, my um this Sunday yeah um but it, I'm still doing to do it we just moved it the show he moved the tour to May so sometime in May so I'll I'll still get to do it but um what was my point. No I had oh yeah so I had made an announcement about that on our show oh, and I'm then so. spent maybe 15 20 minutes talking about it and then of course had to cut it and at first I was like okay cool that's just one chunk I can pull out and then Nick listens he goes all right here 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 we made reference here we made a reference <laughs> There's these little lines you know like little throwaways it, it kind of sounds like uh when I listen to our podcast um, I'm like wait a minute uh-huh. I, I thought I was a member of this this show. <laughs> Like, you know, like I'm completely cut out of everything. It's like it ends up being just Tracy and Jeff and Heidi talking. I'm like, I could have. You know, was I, I there I, for that? I the calendar. Yeah. Is that a dream? I was. I was there. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Wait, I have that one line right there. <laughs> and I'm Stefan. Yeah. Like I come in at the very end. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> and everyone loves you. I don't know. Stefan was in the bathroom for the entire production. <laughs> no, Stefans were armed. <laughs> no, no, they are. are. <laughs> they weren't harmed, but they were hurt. <laughs> 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 yeah, anyway. Yes. 
there are some important things that happen Mm. musically and also in terms of timing and speed at the end of the song you have that really weird yodel i'll put it in right here which i love the fact that that's in there i I can't say that I that it ever freaks me out. I just really enjoy that yodel. Yeah, I did do it. I totally love that yodel. I again, they throw in such interesting things, but I'm still not sure why they threw out the yodel. It doesn't make sense with the song, but I just love it. <laughs> yeah, again, the the quirkiness holds no bounds, knows no bounds. So there's one other part that's in the middle of the song, and I want to give credit to Sanker and. All right, it's all been done. Because he was actually able to slow it down and do it right. Because I could not. I There's a spot in the middle of the song where it sounds like someone is laughing. I could make payments. But it's not a laugh. It's actually, if you slow it down correctly, and, and Saker did this. I, I played with it for like a week and could not get it to happen. It's Ed saying, I guess you find this part hard to understand, eh? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I thought it was like a chicken. I, oh, yeah. I, like, I don't know. Like, I was like, I always thought it was like a weird chicken sound or something. The fact that Ed, they just, for whatever reason, at that moment decided to throw that in there, speed it up so no one could understand what it is. Subliminal messaging. And it's about the fact that you can't understand it. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Only bare naked ladies. Never would have, never would have got that. Oh, I think it's wonderful. Um, and the other thing we didn't mention is during the bridge, Jim is at, like, so Jim is playing this um, rhythm, this, this sound throughout the whole song. You get to the bridge and Jim totally changes up what he's playing in the background on that part. I, I think I forgot to mention that in the breakdown. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness, how did oh, yeah. I not notice this on the like hundred million times I've listened to this before then? I think it, sometimes we listen to things so much though that it just kind of washes through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably what happened. Um, so I do want to share something that came up while I was researching this song. Uh, I thought it would go well right here. Um, if you haven't read the book, I don't know if you guys oh. have read the book, Public Stunts and Private Stories by Paul Myers. Mm -hmm. um, he has an amazing section in his book about this song and about this album. Um, this was the album that he was touring with them and, and writing down while touring with them. He has this great objective view of the order in which they were starting to put this album together. It, they talked about this sequencing quite a bit and Ed was really vying for more of a, a musical type flow where they're like, the song ending would end on a loud major key, so then the next song should open on an acoustic minor key. And Steve like had this completely other take, and they were both trying to convince the the rest of the band. Once again, the parents were fighting. Um, and Steve's take was like, this should be a theme album. This was their theme album that they were gonna do. This was almost the it was it was still the second song that came on the album. And I, 
I half wonder maybe if Steve won this argument because musically it, it, it does work, but I also see the themes going on here. The theme of the album was kind of today's subject in a in in total. So you have it was supposed to start with Too Little Too Late as the opener, kind of like as a as a musical overture to kind of show like, okay. This album is about someone who continues to make mistakes in their lives, and is it too little or too late for them to to correct themselves and and redeem themselves? And then "Never Do Anything" was going to be the second song, and it was going to introduce the main character of the of the album, which is this guy who continues to to not do anything and could do something, and always a little bit too late on it. With the second song following it, "Pinch Me," showing like. He's starting to come up out of that. Oh, it's too late. The album, what I love about that idea, and if it's true, I want to, I want this album resequence to do this, is it ends on tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel, which is yeah. such a dour note of like, he's just about to redeem himself and he dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tragedy. I'm like, I want to see this play. <laughs> <laughs> we said that we could have a musical from a bare. We need a bare naked musical. Like this we album it. alone could be that musical. <laughs> oh, this album is so good. It's just one of those. Whenever I think of Maroon, I just there's not much to say about it because it's one of those for me at least that like goes so far that I just get speechless about it because I think of every song and I'm just like that's so, every. It, it, it's yeah, everyone, everything on it. There's very. I, I'm trying to think if there's a song on this album that, to me, I feel is weak. There was one, and I came around to it uh, this week for me. <laughs> this one? No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Go home. Uh, um, I never. I never used to care for that, and I. We. Nick and I were joking. We Tell just finally got our Maroon 20th anniversary vinyls in the mail. You know, the ones that we ordered last September. Mm -hmm. And um, I was listening to it, and I. You know, it's that thing of where side one gets listened to the most because. It's just easy to hit play as opposed to flip it. Um, and so I kept playing Go Home. And I'm like, this is a lot better than I remember it being. Like, I don't know why I didn't like this one all that much. So I think maybe Sell, Sell, Sell would be the next one. But I don't think that that's weak. Like, I think that out, out of 12 great songs, it's the least great. Question mark. <laughs> and I think we're going to be coming up in like the next month or two on the one on this album that I think is the weak link. But it's not mm -hmm. much of a wink link yeah. when you compare it to I mean it's it's comparing it to the rest of this <laughs> nearly perfect album. Right. Did you just say a wink, wink link? Wink link. I heard a wink link as well. <laughs> <laughs> My speech impediment says a wink wink. Well, this is what Nick and I have said with 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 BNL <laughs> and Coldplay that like sometimes you're listening to an album and you're you know, we always do like our favorite and least favorite. And eventually we get to a point where we're just like, listen, something's got to come last. Like it, it's not, doesn't mean it's a bad song, but just one of them is the least good. None of them are bad. <laughs> Try to figure out which one you're talking. I'm about. going to have to borrow somebody's yeah. maroon to listen to it. I guess I've never listened. Well, to you're going to have to pretty now. Good. You're not talking about off the hook. Are you Tracy? I, I'm not going to identify which one it is yet. <laughs> That is like my second favorite song on Off the album. The hook is the reason I'm on this podcast. Can I just say, <laughs> dude, that's the reason I'm on. You know, you know what's really super interesting. I've never is heard that'll it. be a fun episode. I Jeff, guess. when he first came on, he identified one song that he wanted to make sure that he got off the hook, mm -hmm. and 
And then, like, he joined the show, and I'm like, all right, well, we'll wipe that slate clean. And then Heidi's like, Mm -hmm. you know what? There's one song. I have to make sure I have this song off the hook. And I'm like, you need a girl's perspective on this. (laughs) (laughs) So I put her on it, and then, like, Jeff invited her right on. Um, (laughs) And I'm like, all right, well, we still have no guests. We actually just signed up a guest later earlier this week for that episode. I'm like, this is it. Like if if you end up joining our show because of this, then I'm not. We're not covering that song. I'm done. <laughs> this cast <laughs> is getting too big. <laughs> well, well, I'm listening no to that episode no matter what. <laughs> it's like the Lear McNair hour on the show this day. <laughs> oh man, that's so weird to me. Anyway, off the hook. I'm gonna uh, have to listen to that. That's so good. Is there a bare naked lady song? For me, that and in the car, like I don't know why those two in convention year. I don't know. I just okay, maybe all of them. I'm gonna. <laughs> That's what I start to, Do I have to yeah. listen to all it in them. the car. All of Maroon. I have to listen to it in the car, right? Yeah, that's the only place you can. Is it actually doesn't work if you don't listen to it in the car. Like the audio doesn't play. Uh, it's real weird. Okay, I'll listen to it in the car. <laughs> What's the song again? Off the hook. Off the chain. <laughs> Chains with a Z off, off the off chains. The, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's about it's fishing. About, I like the fishing. Titanic, Stefan. It's about the Titanic. Oh, the For Titanic. those of you that uh, yeah. don't recall, he, he, he can could protect the end of that so movie. So does anyone have any recommendations <laughs> for what we should do for a rating system for this week? Because Jeff is not here, so we, we can't go with his. I mean, I, I have a backup, but oh, JD. Jeff. Chicklets. Chicklets. I Ooh, like that. Good I feel like it's got to be chicklets. Good call. Uh, yep. Got it. We got, got chicklets. All right. You know, wait, hold on. We didn't discuss the very last lyric, oh. which I think is the best. Wait a minute. There's more lyrics? I'll, <laughs> no, when I'm old and gray, I'll look back on my life and say, give me one more day. Still, I'm not going to do anything. Never. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's like, give me one more week to finish these assignments. I'm still not going to do it. Well, yeah. Yep. Do nothing. Mm-hmm. I like the like. There's like the self awareness there, right? But there's also maybe the like still hopefulness, where he's like, he's like, just one more day. Ah, but I still probably would never do anything. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Come on. Like, wishing, like wishing I could have had one more day, right. or just like ah, whatever. Yeah. Well, like, and he comes like, back to that <laughs> on the next album as well. Upside down, he says nearly the same thing with the genie. Oh What's yeah. The next album. With Upside Down, and, and we'll come to this like two years from now, he says, mm-hmm. and, and the genie was stuff. set free. Gina was set free. And by the laws of things like that is indebted to me. Oh, right, right. I bury uh, my three wishes deep underground. <laughs> like, it is so much this song in a lot of ways as well. Which mm-hmm. I I can't wait to get to that song because I love that song pretty nearly can you as much as I put, love this song. Put us on that one. At least put me on that one. <laughs> I don't care if Nick's there. I'm gonna do it. Go ahead. I, I don't know what Nick. I don't know what you're gonna be doing in 2023, but I know what I'm gonna be doing. You you say all this shit and you don't invite me to the one <laughs> everything everyone song. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, we're on testing one two three already though. So we'll so that's our yeah. we're already in that one. But yeah, I still want to do upside down okay. because. That's also one of my favorites. Oh, it is a great okay. song. I'd okay. lo- I yeah. do really love that album, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. It's Nick's favorite out of every, any yeah. B&L album. 
It goes to everything. What's the album? Everything to everyone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think Maroon is still my. I don't know. I it used to be. Um, maybe you should drive was my favorite, and not everybody likes that album. Interesting. And then See. I I switched up, and I, I I fell in love with Maroon over Stunt. I like mm-hmm. I liked Stunt. Don't get me wrong, but Maroon I liked better than Maybe You Should Drive, which was always my go to. Born of a, I kept waffling back and forth between Born a Born on a Pirate Ship and Maybe You Should Drive, but like uh, but everything everyone. But that's always said. So like, I think Maroon is probably better, but everything everyone yeah, is my favorite. It's got good stuff on it. It's just mm-hmm. good. Oh, I love it. And and the Do more the favorite, I, I, I like Stunt better than this album, but I have to say, like looking through this album, I almost think that this is near the nearly perfect album, more so than even Stunt, because Stunt finishes off with with this the baby song. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just Wait, not a fan what? of the lullaby. So when you dream, yeah, yeah, I freaking love that. Oh, we're gonna have song. words. Oh, we're gonna have words in yeah, like five exactly. years. Five years. So by then, I might not have words anymore. So get ready. No, I, I, I do agree that I think like Maroon is exactly what you said. It is in my like pant. Not even just BNL albums. Like it is a near perfect album to me. And ranks. I, I haven't done my. I love making lists. It is probably a top, definitely top ten album, maybe even top five. Just point blank, like it's just. I think it is accessible. I think it's creative and innovative. I think it's entertaining all the way through. Um, it does what a lot of BNL, even now BNL and Steve albums do, which it has so many different genres that go throughout it, but it all still flows together really well. It's just, it's so good. Maroon is just. Perfect chef's kiss. And, and I think we haven't mentioned it for this song yet, but I, I think it we need to mention it. We have this song about never doing anything on the album just after they went hit in USA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how Steve's yeah. like still slapping himself a little bit. Right. <laughs> right at the top, too. Yeah. One, two punch. Got too little, too late. So good. Yeah. Anyway, I gotta be careful. <laughs> I was gonna get in my own head at this point. It's like it's just good, isn't it? So good. We're trying to turn this into our podcast <laughs> where we talk about the whole yeah. album. So what's that? So yeah, let's go into pinch me now. <laughs> so, yeah. So how many chicklets do you guys give this song? Why don't we start with JD? How many chicklets do you give this <laughs> song? Right. I want to give it. I want to give it five chicklets, but I know that there are songs that I like more than this on this album. So I think I have to give it like a like four point seven chicklets. Yes, Ooh. like it is. It is close to perfect, close to a, a five out of five. But there's two in my head that I'm thinking of. Three in my head that I'm thinking of. Yeah, just three that rank above it, and that in that four point eight to five range. <laughs> what about what about you, Nick? That's funny because I also had four seven. You, Nick. <laughs> you, Nick. Hey, don't mock wow. me. You, Nick. Eunuch. Yep. We all heard, okay? Sorry. <laughs> I know. Oh, I didn't I wasn't trying to get hurt again, just laughing at it. No, I'm also going four seven. It's it's just so so good. I don't know. A lot of the self-effacing lyrics. Steve's killing it. But yeah, it's it's just great. I'm gonna see if That's we awesome. can mix things up here. I'm gonna see it with go with Stefan, see if we get a different opinion. Oh, oh boy. 
Well, uh, you know what? I'm just now thinking of what I would rank it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, wait, we have to do that part. I, Yeah. I've just been really enjoying listening to both JD and Nick tonight. <laughs> and, of course, Heidi. Oh, Stephen, they so, have a uh, podcast uh-oh. about Bare Naked Ladies. You should listen to them. They do? Yeah. I don't even like listening to me. I like... <laughs> No kidding. They spent the whole time what? talking about the whole album. Is it easier yeah. to find than ours? It is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it even ranks up higher if you look at it on Apple. Does it really? Because <laughs> I think I've even I've only listened to one or two of ours. So I'm like, am I in this? And you weren't in them. <laughs> well, and and now they're covering Coldplay. Yeah, Coldplay. Oh yeah, yeah, we started like three gotcha. years into we, after you guys did, and we already we're done. That's that Australian band, isn't it? <laughs> we right. we're just we just like to pick the bands that like get made fun of the most. BNL get made fun of the most. Coldplay get made. Fun. I don't know what our next made fun of band's gonna. I was gonna be. say you guys we'll, gotta be we'll getting close to the end of Coldplay at the this yeah. point. We are. It makes me yeah, really sad. There was actually like a pretty decent amount of traction with Coldplay because they've got such a huge fan base. And so, like, we started getting fan mail and hate mail and, like, all this good stuff. It just makes me sad that we're near the end of it because I love talking about it so much. But such is life. And the next band I choose has, like, 10 listeners. So we're going <laughs> to... Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to lose it That's all. also why I'm trying to extend Coldplay out. <laughs> I was going to say, what's the next one going to be? I know, Nick's, I know it's Nick's choice next. Yeah, yeah it's so Nick's we have next. not announced it yet. <laughs> so if you want to bleep it, but I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's going to be... Yeah. <laughs> How did they come up with the name Coldplay anyway? I mean, they're like, let's come up with a band name. Um, it was from a like a poetry book or like a storybook. And it was actually, I don't need to get into the lore of this, but the one of the guys who I think was in the band Keen now, which is another British band, was using the name Coldplay that they were friends with in college. And then uh, that band broke up and Chris was like, can, can we, we can we take that band name? <laughs> and then can, can we I take, take that? your old girlfriend? Yeah, exactly. You're not you're you're not dating her anymore, right? You like, sure you're cool with this? It's okay. Yeah. Like cuz we might be big and poof and just blow up and, and you know. Yeah. God damn you. Yeah, I know. Jesse's a good friend of mine. Anyways, uh I'm so All right, Stefan, so we've no, been up for yes. a while. Okay, yes. Uh uh chicklets. Got it. Um rankings. Uh, How many chiclets are you knocking out of these guys' mouth? You know, I thought it was pretty good. Um, the um, JD said that he likes the whole kind of music mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of underlies things. At first, I'm like, what the heck? And then it like disappeared. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then Steve <laughs> kind of kicked in. And I'm like, okay, Steve's cool. And uh, I'm like, I was trying to listen to the song lyrics. And I'm like, I'm just horrible at that. And like, that and remembering people's names, so I can't even do it. So uh, it's like, uh, I thought it was a good song, you know. I 4.7, I'm not sure if I like it that much because I didn't really like the do 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 kind of bit, uh, as much. I'm glad they ended it, but I can see why they had it because it's bare naked ladies mm-hmm. and they like adding strange things into things. So, um, ah, uh, but I am going to rank it high because I thought it was a great sounding song. It came together. The lyrics were great. The music was great. Mm-hmm. I love Steve. I love you, Steve. I love Steve. <laughs> Steve, and, please uh, come on the show. Stephanie yeah. used to, to go on about how much he loved you. I, I, you know, I'll hang out in your trailer all night. I'll snuggle. I'll do whatever you want. 
If there's one thing artists love to hear, it's a guy without a shirt telling him how much she loves him. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not showing you guys the rest of me. So, um... <laughs> and now that has to stay in. <laughs> yes. yes, it does. <laughs> I'd say that I'm going to give this like a 4.3 because I really did like the sound of it. Um, it wo- worked out well. The lyrics were great. I love Steve. And it's the kind of thing that kind of threw me off, but they stopped it. So that's good. You know, I love your tweaky impression. I am horrible. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm the least musically inclined person on the planet. I think aside from dead people. (laughs) Heidi. Okay. Well, so on my way to work this morning, I have a two hour commute to my campus. So I have a lot of time on my hands and I went to listen. I was listening to your podcast, older episodes, both. Actually, I listened to one of JD and Nick's and one of ours yesterday. I mean, this morning. And then I went and and said, I should probably, you know, get more time listening to the song again, even though I've heard it a million times. And I accidentally clicked on never is enough first. And I was like, I forgot how much I love this song. And I totally mm-hmm. then was like, oh, yeah, this is tonight's song. I was like, no, it's not. And and I was like, this is one of Heidi's happy songs. And then I realized, oh, that's not my song. By the way, that is next week's song. Yeah. So now I'm already ready. It's perfect. Because that's my Ed Heidi, Heidi happy song. Because it's kind of like this. It's so similar in some, some ways to this one for me in a musical. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I this is just... I, I love this song so much. It's definitely not one of my, it's not my top like three or four favorites. Right. Similar, but um, I think I have to give it a 4.8. Oh, nice. yeah. I just had to That's be strong. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's the quirky upbeat. And I, yeah. I dig my, yeah. I dig my low key songs. Like again, convention ears off the hook in, in the yeah. car. I love those. But for different reasons, for Heidi's happy songs that make me happy, this is right up there. So, <laughs> well, and like you said, it's away from perfect. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's one of those songs that, like, one of the reasons I love it is that it's quirky, like you said, but it's still like not off-puttingly quirky. Yeah, like it's not one that someone's going to listen to for the first time and go, "What the heck is this?" Like, yeah. it's. It's quirky and you go, okay, yeah, like right off the bat. Yeah, and I feel song. like a Muppet when you're listening in the car and you're like, I can do uh-huh. that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now, now you're seeing a Muppet, right? Uh-huh. I have a feeling that we all have a Muppet inside of us. And you mm-hmm. know, when, especially Ooh. when we're singing along to a song in a car and this song <laughs> just automatically, you're like. Am I a man or a Muppet? What's that movie with uh, Melissa McCarthy and the puppets? I'm not going I know what there. we're talking I'm about. Inside me. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> Heidi, are you said something that actually kind of kind of spurned for me something we hadn't talked about yet, which is we have this extremely upbeat song about this guy that does nothing. I love it when BNL does juxtaposition. And mm-hmm. that is exactly what Steve and the band is doing on this song, where they're just like, we're going to have a great time talking about how we're never going to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm Leaning right along it. there with them the whole ride. I love this song. Um, it's on my playlist. And I there are times I will seek it out. This is I will never skip this song. It is 
it is guaranteed. I will listen to this. And I listened to this whole album front to end. Um, mm-hmm. and, and this is just one of those ones that I absolutely adore. Um, so I'm giving this a 4.7. Woo! Wow. I'm the hater in this one. All right. At a 4.3. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, you hate this song so much. <laughs> That's a lot. Three, three of us, though, the same score. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I cannot wow. my score. <laughs> oh no stay true to yourself stay true to yourself i don't even know what i am <laughs> we're <laughs> trying to figure that out too Stephen. i had it lower this morning i was like why am i so stingy with these ratings who cares like this is such a damn good song <laughs> there's, like the, there's literally yeah. nothing on the line <laughs> like there are, there are no stakes here <laughs> no but all no <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, this week's appearance is the fact that Ed was not the theme of this week's song because he did do a lot of things with his life, like appear on Charmed. Um, And during the recording of this album is actually when he left the studio to go and record part of his thing for Charmed. I'm guessing he actually had a scene because he was the. It, it was reported in Patrick Lemieux's book that he left the studio during recording to go and record a scene for Charmed. On that episode, all you see are full BNL cast doing their their. I I think there's a, a deleted scene somewhere where Ed actually interacts with the the cast. I want that deleted okay. scene to appear somewhere. They need to bring that back. But I, I love this because throughout the episode, they keep referring to Bare Naked Ladies. Like, Aaron, Aaron Spell, Spelling must have really loved this band because, like, at one point, they're taught, like, as they enter the club, Maroon is the big picture that is, in, like, they come down the stairs and they have these different albums. The big picture of major album is Maroon right there and back. And then uh-huh. they refer to the fact that, oh, well, B&L is supposed to be playing here tomorrow night. And then, of course, at the end of the episode, come back to, like, B&L mm-hmm. playing at the end of the night. So, uh-huh. like, most of the time, if they had, like, a little thing like that in this show, it was not, like, the band would just show up and play in the background. Right. This was much bigger than that. It's so weird because it feels like I, I know I said this on our podcast at one point, but I, I started watching when our twins were born. I was like going through the West Wing and there's an episode where I'm sitting there watching it and they're doing like a, a rally to, you know, get out the vote, rock the vote. And sure enough, on stage, all of a sudden it's BNL. And I'm like, what the heck? That's awesome. But it feels like such a late 90s, early 2000s things that happened oh. where bands were just like big bands were in the show, like playing at clubs, like on VH1 or at like or any of the it's and it doesn't seem like that's a thing anymore like you don't you don't see that on sitcoms or on like you know dramas or anything that just these big pop acts or rock bands are just part of the story somehow they're not trying to promote a uh an album the albums now are right are all digital and you can get them that's a good point so people aren't going to a record store or uh, ordering things online Oh, so, speaking of which, where people can get things online, yeah, where, where can people find more of you guys? Yeah, where? That was such yeah, a smooth segue. That That's perfect. honestly one of the smoothest segues I've ever heard you do. Thank you. It was not forced. It was not. Yeah, so we're on Apple. <laughs> you, want, you, say, you, we're you share on the podcast stuff, and I'll share the yeah, we're, we're, you in know, our band called Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places. <laughs> 
Here they wow. can laser us. Wow, dude. Player us. Wow. <laughs> Fucking really? Like, that's what you got? On campus yeah. in a classroom? <laughs> that was like a Stephen Wright approach. <laughs> Yeah, so right now we're Coldplay R Us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on Stitcher. You can find us all over the internet. Check Perfect. us out. See, See how that was went? my part. Thank Holy you. Fine. <laughs> right, yeah, and then I've got, I've got. Tell, my King tell them about, about King Inc. Yeah, so that's I got. You can see my cool T-shirt, kind of. Um, so I, you know, we had the I. So I, yeah, I booked the show um, to open for Steve in Grand Rapids, and then like all this stuff got into motion. The tour got postponed, um, which is a bummer. But again, he did it for safety. I'm 100% on board for it. Um, but I started getting all this merch made to sell at the show, and so I have. I'm booking another show in November in Grand Rapids. But um, yeah, so my my act is King Inc. It's on Bandcamp, iTunes, Spotify, everything. Uh- on Bandcamp, there are CDs, T-shirts, long sleeves, a bunch of really cool stuff. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, all that stuff. It's good stuff. It's okay. And stuff. everybody should go and visit Grand Rapids at some point. It's a great place. Yes. They should it's go so and visit great. Grand Rapids in May when Steven, Steven does yes. his songs and, yes. and JD is opening for him. <laughs> does his songs. You mean he plays a show? Yeah, that would be the word I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on to... <laughs> Steve has this awesome show, and you know JD does his songs. That thing, he has a he he does a jig or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's a variety show. He does magic for a little bit, some stand up. Even paid variety hour. You know yeah, what? Do it you May. know what? I can sit here and listen to you guys forever. Never is enough. <laughs> oh my lord! Never is enough of Tracy's jokes. Or <laughs> <laughs> well if you can never too. get enough of my jokes come back next week as we discuss never is enough absolutely thanks that was fun don't forget no regrets except maybe one it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.